Hi, welcome to Cine Talkies. I'm Nishtha. And I'm Harsh. And this is the very first episode of our brand new podcast, that is Cine Talkies. So I want to start this first episode off with a very difficult question that I feel is very relevant in today's <laughs> day and age of cinema. And that is, which is your favorite production house in terms of animated films? And I'll give you four options. The first one is Studio Ghibli. The second is DreamWorks Animation. The third is Pixar. And the fourth is Disney. Of course, we're considering Pixar before it was acquired by Disney. Well, it's a very difficult choice, but I'll go with DreamWorks Animation. Uh, I know Miyazaki has been doing great with Ghibli and all, and he's a great director. But I guess uh, what DreamWorks Animation has been doing well is continuing the modern art with its traditional sense. So they are still stick with their uh, hand drawn sketches and hand drawing storyboards, but uh, they have also acquired the modern sense. So Pixar and Disney are way too modern for the animation thing and they are doing very great. I was watching the film Coco, I the last film I watched and it was a great film. And I uh, I think it will be Dreamworks for me. Which is your favorite Dreamworks movie? It must be How to Train Your Dragon Man. It's a great film. <laughs> what about you? That's what's a your very good choice. What's your favorite production house? as well as the favorite production uh, of animated film it it could be of the same production house or not yeah so uh it's i have a tie not just in terms of uh favorite production house but also in terms of favorite film so mm-hmm. i cannot choose between ratatouille that's by pixar or kung fu panda that's by dreamworks animation and what about the production house Which production out uh, will you go for? I'm going to have to say I feel like Dreamworks experiments more and I really respect that because mm-hmm. uh Dreamworks has so many hidden misses these days uh like with Disney there's a formula Disney has a formula Disney only cranks out movies that are just <laughs> going to be blockbusters like frozen and stuff you know ha they work and on emotions I'm not that they, really well yeah they don't lack creativity they're just very formulaic and pixar has been pushing the boundaries and i love pixar love pixar stan pixar <laughs> but i just feel like pixar also doesn't experiment as much with failure <laughs> as dreamworks does like some of the world's best animated film series like shrek shrek is a dreamworks animation film hmm. and it's a huge series it's such an unthinkable and unique concept like the ogre being a prince or being the main character that's that's brilliant so disney uh, but also on the, the other hand uh, the scripts disney also on the other hand <laughs> Dreamworks has stuff on. like Shark Tale. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I I just want to complete this point because Dreamworks has some stuff that is not very good. So I just love that they try to experiment and they don't go. They give people a chance. They give everybody a chance to tell their story through animation, and that's lovely. I feel. Hmm. They are much experimental in terms of a script. Disney has a 
फिक्स थीम ऑफ द स्क्रिप्ट की व्हाट दे वांट फ्रॉम द फिल्म या डिज्नी हैज अ वेरी फिक्स आल्सो द फिल्म अप इज बाय पिक्सार ना इट्स बाय पिक्सार एनिमेशन या नो दैट्स या अप इज बाय पिक्सार वन ऑफ द ग्रेटेस्ट फिल्म आई हैव सीन इट्स अ ग्रेट फिल्म ओके सो आई एम गोइंग टू गिव यू एंड ऑल ऑफ आवर लिसनर्स uh this very simple formula to know whether the movie is a pixar film or a disney film and this is not my original formula i read it somewhere and then i applied it to all of the animated movies that i've seen and i found that it works so if you want to know whether a movie is a disney film all you have to ask yourself is does it fit in the concept of once upon a time long long ago and then if the rest of the story fits that concept then say disney film but <laughs> if it if it's a what if what if you attach too many balloons to your house and it flew away what if a rat could cook so mm. if it works with a what if it's generally a pixar film and it works with neither of those and you're not sure what you feel about it then it's a dreamworks animation and also if it's just more beautiful than anything you've ever seen in a studio ghibli just give up Hmm. Because that's a great way, Nishtha, to differentiate between the production houses. I'll I'll try to figure this out. Also, I I had a question for you. Uh, can you yeah. throw a bit of light on uh, what is the role of music in animation films specifically? Because uh, I was following Lin Manuel Miranda for the Alexander thing, and I found out that he has done most of the musics for Moana, which is a Disney film. Also, he has given music yeah. to many animation films, as far as I've heard. So, what what are your thoughts about it? I feel like music is huge in animation. Music is huge. Like I am a huge believer of Jesse from Pitch Perfect when he says that background scores can just make such a huge difference. So, music is incredible, especially in animated films that can just make or break a film. because in animation everything is up to you everything is up in the hands of the animator and the writer it's not a film like it's not a general film like the one, like the ones that you can actually shoot so everything from the voice to the background score is completely in your hands and i feel like you're trying to build a world in some it's mm-hmm. like you're building a world in someone else's mind right so mm-hmm. what is going to be the music playing on inside your head ha i felt the same for coco i realized while watching coco ki the film is working because it has great music more than the script it's ha- it has a great script but more than the script what's pitching the film in a better way is its music So I had this question for a very long time specifically after watching the film Coco. Okay, I'm just going to confess right here. I have not seen Coco and before you start shouting at me for not watching Coco, we're going to take a break and move on to the next segment. Great. Homemade barbecue tikkis are delivered at your doorstep with flavor and even more love, sealed with a complimentary kasha pangal joke. The staple tikki comes with house recipe cards, 
listing out various ways you can build your own firangi tikki and burgers, wraps, pitas, or just with Belgian fries to hog. So to order, you can DM at firangi tikki. That is F I R A N G I T I K K I. Hi and welcome back to the second segment of this show. Uh I am joined here with Tarun who is an independent film director and Tarun's short films Akhir Amma Meri and Kala that are pretty famous <laughs> tackle a variety of social issues that are unique to the Indian context. So we're really glad to have him over here with us today and how are you doing Tarun? How have you been spending your time in quarantine? I'm I'm good thank you I'm well I've been reading a lot I've been uh, you know I've been trying to follow a routine in terms of, like sleeping early uh, waking up early and then you know that just try because that gets uh, off balance very easily uh, in a yeah. time like this so that's been the main priority and because of that I can focus on you know reading writing and all of that so like I've I've been developing couple of scripts in the meanwhile which is still like which will take some time uh and at the same time you know uh, submitting the films to the festivals and you know showing it to people uh kala is uh, still playing in uh, kala in august it's playing in a lot of places in washington dc in bali uh, bangalore a uh, couple more places in the us so yeah that's been keeping me occupied Okay so sounds like you've had a productive quarantine and I'm kind of jealous of that because just as you mentioned that uh, waking up same, and same. sleeping uh, on time cycle I was just like you've lost me there yehi to main nahi kar payi yeah it takes it takes my my sleeping schedule is yeah really messed up right now i don't know when i sleep i don't know when yeah, i wake up yeah same i i had the same so, problem like uh, uh in march I think I my cycle shifted like it it was the opposite. I used to sleep at six in the morning, uh, you know, wake up at two in the in the afternoon. So <laughs> after some time, I uh, but I mean, but that's not good for uh, you know if you want to write or read or if you, I mean if your work is related to writing, uh, yeah, that's not sustainable. So then I I deliberately changed it, but it it's working oh, well is- now. Yeah. Yeah that is actually more harmful for me because my writing habit is kind of an enablist kyunki i can only like i'm not a creative writer but whatever i write i can only write at night yeah so i think that's I also a phase healthy that... cycle also pehle <laughs> <laughs> yeah you were saying now i'm saying that's also a phase like that you know you're productive i mean you think that you're productive at night because <clears throat> your mind is constantly occupied with lots of things that you can do it during the day you think that you can do during the day but then when yeah. when you know when this becomes work that you your work is writing like when you know your yeah. uh you know then it, it has to happen daily on a daily basis uh then you have to you know uh, you know uh, uh, fit it into the normal in a regular working hours like as early as possible in the morning is like the best productive like i'm trying to I'm I'm stuck there like I I cannot start before 9 uh so I'm, I oh. like, you know I'm challenging myself to start early as early as early possible so everybody has their challenges yeah that's fantastic man 
That's weird. We are just we started this record like three minutes ago, and we're already inspired and learning. This is going very well. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's move on to the theme of this episode, which is uh something that we found was very relevant to you, and yeah. it's the relevance of cinema in bringing about social change and relevance of social issues in cinema. So it's like a two-edged sword. <laughs> Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that social issues in cinema? So I think it's it's interconnected uh you know it's uh basically I I think it both are like right now both are the reflection of each other like earlier you you would say when it started when you know the films started getting made uh it was probably influenced from what was happening in the society uh, you know and whoever was making it it was it was more about his observations about society and you know what backgrounds economical uh, you know the social backgrounds that he or she was coming from so that was that was the main thing but now i think it has become it has been inter, it become interlinked uh, somehow you know both are the reflections of each other um, cinema i think has you know improved and also uh, have grown in the sense um in terms of inspiring in terms of its reach in terms of uh you know um if you have a intention of making something to spread awareness in a way like you know to bring out a message it also works in that way it also works in entertainment it also works in you know any other form right now uh you know especially with internet now the web series and mini series and all the other uh you know everything so so the reach has uh you know gone more um so uh socially i think socially both uh you know cinema cinema plays a very important role because uh as i said that it's a reflection uh you know you are just trying to reflect what's what's what you've been observing and which may not work with 100% of the audience but works with a good amount of section of the society because at like we are when we say we are a developing nation we are a developing nation you know everybody everybody uh, has a feeling that we have not achieved everything you know it's like everybody yeah. is thinking about okay we have to do this we have to do that i mean it's not like you have you you are in peace with what you have right now like i'm not saying in yeah. a negative sense i'm saying that you know you're yeah, still yeah. ambitious you still you still want to do a lot of things uh, like an opportunity for growth growth yeah yeah so that's that's i think uh you know cinema uh uh social like the relevance uh, of cinema in terms of you know society um i think it has it has uh, you know they have played like two and two together uh, in that sense yeah that's what i feel and do you think that uh, cinema should be focused on social issues and bringing about that social change or do you think that just happens as you are making cinema as a person as a filmmaker so for me i think it like i said it's an individual process it's it's not it's not uh, you know what you connect with for example uh, like i akhir akhir is a road thriller suspense short film which was also appreciated which went to almost 45 festivals which was quite new for me because uh up until then i was only working on f- assisting on feature films which was you know socially like had social messages or social issues in it uh but then i you know i don't know why i wanted to make a thriller road thriller uh that to independent short film in delhi 
but then we pulled yeah. it off we pulled it off and we learned a lot from that uh, and then we didn't know that you know if there, there was a market for that so we started sending it to festivals and a lot of festivals started taking it uh, and eventually in one one and a half period uh, years of period that it played into 45 international festivals won a lot of awards uh, and then you know then i think later at a later stage once i've made it i i i kind of felt that i've made it uh you know i've tried this thing now i want to uh you know reflect what i know so i've then i you know, continue continued working on you know documentaries which were set in haryana in up and you know there were like many stories uh like uh, that the people are going through or the people and the happening in people's lives and which is which anyone he can relate to like for example my father must have had you know some experiences in his childhood when he was in up and now people are probably having the same similar thing uh, you know going on there in up like not everyone but i'm saying uh, like a major chunk of people so then i kind of felt it felt that there is a there is a relevance you know if i if there is like there is some some story which i connect with which i have i know the background of and you know there is a, there is something that i can research on you know a lot of so that that will give me a good base to create a story on to create a film on um so after after the first film i think my interest kind of gone there a little bit and i the first time i enjoyed it a lot a uh, lot of people who watched it could see that you know could really relate to it saying this is our mm. story uh so then i said yeah that's that's a good approach because if i am you know if i can call myself an artist if i am uh you know if i have a power to create something uh in a visual medium then why not create a story which many people can resonate it with uh yeah at the same time i am not i don't think i would like to ca- i would like to um commit to or say that you know i am only taking up uh you know social stories uh yeah yeah but right now at the moment it's it is just hap- it has just happened like amma meri was a uh, was based on a great crisis kala is on racism yeah. there are there are other stories that we've been working on which is like on the lines of discrimination uh and also so lot of lot of other stories that we are working on so it's a variety of pool so it's, it's by chance i think after amma kala has happened uh but i've i've really enjoyed doing these stories because they are uh socially relevant also yeah so that's good you're not limiting yourself as an artist that's what i got from what you were saying yeah that, because see yeah yeah, yeah because uh, you know if you if you watch amma if you watch kala uh by the way kala will be playing uh, in bangalore uh film festival online from 13 to 16 yeah i tried August. to watch kala but it was not available so i yeah, i watched so amma meri yeah it will be available i've seen it multiple online. times now yeah <laughs> okay like i'm it? i'm eager to watch that yeah okay i great, really great. like that you use these uh i like that it's based on a social issue and it's based around real people yeah. but the shots are very aesthetically pleasing and also meaningful at the same time yeah Yeah, so, so I, that's what I, I mean. love that you've fit so much into this movie. <laughs> thank you, thank you. No, I mean that's not me. That's like that's uh, like the active oh, yeah. participation of the DOB, also the actors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the pr- production people, also the editors. Sound. Uh, the sound of Amma Meri has been done by Shajit Koiri, 
शर्जित सर हैज़ डन ओमकारा हैदर दंगल सो सो ही रियली लाइक द कट दैट वी सेंट हिम एंड ही जस्ट आस्क मी वन थिंग दैट वट वट यू लाइक डू यू वॉन्ट साइलेंस एज योर थीम I said yes, yeah. and then we and then we never spoke, and then I then he sent me the files and the sound was done. So yeah. so so we got I think we also got lucky because we had Anurag Arora in it who um, yeah. you know, liked the script, and then he he was the character throughout. Like we um, we were he was so convincing throughout. Like even on and off the set during those days, he was just the character. He was Balram. Uh, you know the his habits was like yeah, that. Yeah. He was he was not Anurag Arora at all. uh so we got lucky there i think uh and uh, that happens when the you know when you have a great team and when you have like everything is working out f- for the film so like after that what i what i was trying to say is that uh, because we made amma and that socially relevant uh you know we also really 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 focused on you know while writing that it's also entertaining it's also engaging yeah. you know it's also uh like many people initially thought that it's boring it's long it's lengthy it's uh you know it's silent and nobody's talking what's happening in long shots and all but then now i think the film can engage anyone who watches it you know so so that that i think is a take away for me from all these films that even if it's a suspense or a thriller or you know not yeah. socially relevant film even though you know the first film akhir had references from the people that i've seen uh you know close to my place uh you know small small gangs that we used to hear about uh you know uh, when we when we when we were children uh i've tried to incorporate those characters in the film uh you know the 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 myths the the uh, uh that they go by uh, all of that is there so that that research was also there but then uh, that amma and kala you know when they're socially relevant but there's there also we have worked on uh you know that they're also entertaining they're also engaging so that's the main thing i think we should be focusing on also yeah <laughs> okay yeah and also i want to talk about okay. a bit about so, uh this is all very on social issues because that's our theme and also that's relevant to your filmography but uh i want to talk about kala a bit if you can do that right now yeah yeah uh because kala is very very relevant right now with the current political scenario the murder of george floyd and also this new uh, not new but revived conversation on racism and racism in india like there was this video i saw a couple of days ago on instagram and it was everywhere that uh an african boy was attacked in some indian educational institution uh, and before that yeah we had never like a lot of people were shocked and surprised and honestly we were expecting a rea- a different reaction like people would understand that this regularly happens in india as well not just in the us but people yeah. were shocked and then i got to know about your film also so what do you have to say to that that now in this time wh- how do you find your film like uh resonating with people 
except so that it's color, not like out for regular people like right now but yeah how do you think it's going to fare with the audience yeah so so i i hope uh, you know with the film what we have done is that the film is uh, inspired uh by the attacks uh from 2016 and 2017 which was largely reported between during that time but uh, doesn't mean that they stopped reporting it it stopped you know it still was happening yeah, because, yeah. you know like you can you keep hearing one case or the other like one something happened there or there uh and many of them doesn't get reported like many many incidences uh so I I think right now like when Kala will premiere uh has any ha- will have its Indian premiere and will be available online for those days uh in between August 13 to 16 um uh, I think we we tried really hard to bring out the human angle human aspect of everyone there uh you know Okay yeah and and it's all the the story also came out while talking to a lot of people like we we did a lot of research and the incidences that are happening in film has happened with somebody or the other they're all real incidences mostly like mostly uh so we just incorporated it in one story and with you know resonated with one character uh you know who's in delhi and then you know what he's going through but the bigger thing theme is humanity uh you know yeah the you don't you don't you should not look at people by their skin color you should look at them by their actions you should uh you know not not have prejudices uh by the yeah. way people look so right now i i am like really hoping that people should people like the film and people understand like take away something from it because we were also like in march we were planning to have educational screenings all over india uh, like university screenings yeah. but that couldn't happen and uh, yeah yeah so we are so i'm glad that it's happening online so that many people can watch it everywhere uh yeah we also uh did crowd funding for the film to finish the film um so, so and and about 100 110 people from all over the world contributed so i think they'll also be watching it for the first time and i'm i'm excited to know the response because like i i know that this is a film on social issue but i don't want to take it for granted also that you know that this is a great oh, film okay. already i i am really <laughs> yeah, i'm yeah. really looking forward uh to the responses like if people like it like what do they think about it what what could we have done better because every film in every hmm. film you can improve yeah uh, you know a lot after you have made it uh so but yeah like uh, what i want people to take away from it is that understand that you know we are all human and uh, it's not going to help us if we start if we keep on discriminating if we keep on you know trying to uh, take people for granted and trying to say that we are bigger than you uh, it's never going to help so i mean while we are at this like at this topic like social issues and all uh so it's very easy to offend people like right now if everyone is getting offended on like very you know small things so like how you as a like artist how do you like uh, not offend people while you know conveying your ideas because whenever you like 
for me it's like whenever i try to you know express myself there is someone like who gets offended like us cheez se so how do you come around so that? i i think that's part of the process like uh, for example criticism like which i think now is a great thing uh, i think 12 12 13 years back i used to uh, get angry when somebody used to criticize my work or my stories <laughs> uh yeah but then i realized that it helps a lot uh, you know it's a it's a thing that uh, if it's not there you can never improve uh so yeah which 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 makes the saying true that keeps keep your friends close and enemies closer enemies closer because because they're going to teach you a lot uh and uh, you know they and and you always need people in especially in a creative field who can tell you on your face that this is not working this is you know this is uh not the thing and then you know makes you think that you know are you doing it right or wrong uh does it i mean doesn't mean that you have to take them by their words but at least to give you a reality check is very important so offending people and and you know people get offended by your ideas or that that is i think a regular process is just that we get used to it over the period of time when you're doing it because like that happens i think in every field uh, uh except like what what we used to hear from the 70s uh that you know what do you want to become if they say you're a doctor i mean you want to become a doctor engineer or a pilot you know then then you're a good boy uh so so <laughs> apart from that scenario that you know there are many of them which are there in that position now but there are other fields to explore also everyone i think is gonna have problems with something or the other but doesn't mean that you have to stop or you have to take it to your heart take it as a learning and move on and start to deal with it like like every other situation like you've been into fights you've been you've you've had friends and uh, you know you've fought with them and you've become friends again i think it's that process <laughs> and also yeah criticism is important and also a nice analogy where you <laughs> I this is just a joke but uh, you compare critics to your enemies. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm not yeah. I'm not comparing <laughs> them with them. I'm just going going there by the term I mean enemies doesn't mean that they are bad. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. because there is no other statement or or quote I could think of yeah. so I'm just using that. Uh but no, but when I thought we might become friends because I do film criticism. So now yeah. Yeah we, no we no I I'm always I'm I'm always I'm always always looking for people who can you know uh decode the film or a story for me like that's why yeah. the film appreciation yeah. that's why you know you break the film doesn't mean, disagreements doesn't mean that you're not on the same page Yeah you know it's like like because everybody has different experiences that's why different stories that's why different films that's why you know different approaches that's why different careers that's why that's why different everything everything you know that's why there is like you like something and people like something else doesn't mean that yeah. what they like is you don't like and what you like they don't like doesn't go that way uh, i think like yeah. you know it's so so it's yeah. it's like after, once once you've continuously uh, worked on something and then taken it as work full time work then it's it's part yeah. of the process that it's like everything if you even if you don't do this but join somebody's like join some office uh, join a job there'll be people who will not agree with you on anything or like everything yeah so but you yeah. have to and get used to thing. it yeah and it's a good thing yeah it's a good thing that you recognize as a filmmaker as a writer 
as yeah. an artist that uh, the importance of criticism because there is also this uh, ongoing conversation in mostly commercial cinema about the importance of film criticism in that cinema yeah because with commercial cinema uh, they have this uh, defense line line that they can just use to defend themselves ki it's just for fun yeah so there isn't really a lot of space for criticism because it's just for fun but yeah. as an independent filmmaker how do you feel about that side of commercial cinema do you think it should just be for fun or do you think criticism applies over there as well see it depends on you know there are like first of all, i i i think that that's a very important you know uh, aspect of of the whole industry if we talk about the industry and you know not restrict ourselves to cinema uh yeah uh, i think it's it's you know because of that uh the good things that has happened is that many people now watch films you know because of that the market has increased the avenues have increased the earnings have increased uh the reach have increased uh so it's it's up to you how you want to utilize it for yourself uh everybody wants to make it big yeah you know, every everybody wants to uh for example if somebody big calls me tomorrow and say they want to work with me on something i will not say no to them because i've been yeah. work, i've been working on myself for that moment you know but yes probably yeah. i'll have i will have my opinion i will have my uh, inputs to give to the script if it can be better now it's up to me if i can yeah. convince them or not you know if i can give reason but i'm saying that will be part of the learning if i'm true to my craft i will probably be able yeah. to you know give inputs valid inputs to the to the film any film complete commercial or you know social uh, that you know that it can be improved uh, for example we have seen that in you know in many films like masan is there like yeah. uh, you know lot of lot of other films are there uh, and 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 it's not that the social like socially relevant relevant films are not commercially successful also they are for example yeah. mulk you know yeah um, and uh, and and at the same time the the commercial commercial cinema is not necessarily uh, you know uh, only for fun it's it's also you know very intellectual like yeah. like you've seen andhadhun uh, yeah. you know like like we've seen stree uh, yeah. or, or bala which is also socially relevant in a way if you can uh, you know look at <laughs> that way but uh but they're entertaining they're 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 still falling into that commercial genre yeah so abhi aapne like now you like you said ki critics yeah. are important okay so let's yeah. talk about joker the movie joker hmm. critics hated it critics literally were like this is a this is the worst movie ever made but it like it still made people happy like people were very happy about it and it like it made uh walking phoenix yeah. you know yeah. he got an oscar for it so what do you think what is more important for you like uh, a critics point of you know a critics critic or a people's critic what do you think like what is more important and what what has you know more no, one uh, thing, value one thing i want or to say is it, that like, uh, if a critic ever says like this is the worst film ever everything about this film is bad then that critic is very bad because <laughs> there is not a single film 
which has everything that is bad it's quite hard to make something where everything is just bad yeah so even because of that i was talking to a friend over lunch one day long long time ago now it feels like because i have not been out for so long but yeah. i remember i was talking and they were asking like do i give ratings wagera and i said i try not to give ratings because numbers mein i cannot like express myself so i know people are going to be like it's less engageable content if i don't give ratings because usually people go for that right. and i just give a little analysis and decode the film instead so he was asking me like if you had to give a rating to this movie what would it be and i said all of my ratings almost if i don't like it they fall between like 5 to 6 wala ratio because there is always some good part of the film either if it's the music or the cinematography if the script is bad so if a critic says that the enti- this is the worst film of the century then that critic does not have it right <laughs> yeah so but what do you think about it tarun no but yeah, no so uh, coming back to yeah, yeah. thank you for uh, you know starting answering this question but coming back to arpan's yeah. arpan's question is uh, you know it's it's all very uh, like there is no set rule uh, for example i'm still trying to decode uh, raman raghav and joker yeah uh, and you know uh, have you know these characters are you know somewhat similar in a way also uh, but i i think it's it's the expression you know the character that's there the negative character you um, i mean i would not say that you know uh, it has to be inspiring you know that you have to become like that but it's the it's also the truth like it's there it's our it's the part of our society uh, the representation of that character like we have all known joker uh, from our childhood you know we've all yeah. read the comics and you know what the cartoons we've seen uh, we've all seen joker and we've all seen him in the negative character and the filmmaker i think was not trying to uh, you know showcase him in, in the positive light he was just yeah. showcasing how how he became what he became uh and you know his perspective of uh, the life you know what he was going through and and then the and then the filmmaker was being true to the characters in uh, you know aspirations to true to the character's mind uh, his experiences that you know he sees the world uh like this you know if if uh <coughs> sorry if uh uh for example there is destruction there is devastation i think he's you know after that probably they're going to find some uh uh you know peace but but the process that he's taking he's choosing that's his process the filmmaker is not saying that's my process of course i mean you have to become uh you know you have to really become the character to direct it also uh, you have to start thinking from their mind uh but i would like to believe that you know they are they, this is just the expression of what they have observed in the society and what they, what they have found unique about these characters and i think it's it's for me it was it it is good to know uh this side of these characters also like there was this representation also rather than just looking at them on a, on a black and white note that you know they are good and they are bad which is what happens with most of the superhero films so so i think this was a fantastic film in a way uh if the critics said that is the worst film i'm sure they had their reasons 
uh, we should listen to them also but then uh, you know it's it's like everything is open right now like i said in the beginning like it's open the reach is there everybody is entitled to their opinion uh, but the craft and uh, you know the representation lies in the hands of the filmmaker and the critics are open to criticize it or appreciate it whatever i i mean that's why they call critics no because they're criticizing and and you know yeah. every work can every work can be criticized uh, which should be criticized because there is scope for improvement yeah. in any work any film after that so i think they are you know they the critics are right in their own positions and the filmmaker is right in their own position and winning awards and all is like it's not part of making films you know winning award is secondary yeah. like if you have really made that mark if you have really resonated with the people if you have really uh, you know created something outstanding uh, that's the reward that you're getting it it doesn't have to do anything with the critics mostly yeah. i'm saying uh okay so we're going to wrap up this uh, last segment and uh, now what we want from you is two personal film recommendations two personal film recommendations see i have lot of films to recommend but uh <laughs> like i so okay, there is this fantastic me. yeah so one is uh, thelma and louise uh oh yes which i've really liked uh yeah one and then definitely godfather one uh, okay and if i can just like quickly name like there are f- few filmmakers recent contemporary filmmakers who i love and like many others i love uh, from 70 like 70 60s or 80s but like recently i said like which most most people can uh, relate to uh, the films are satya makbul and uh, satya makbul and company oh okay yes these are yeah, yeah. these yeah. are pretty well known films okay yeah. yeah i'm so proud i recognize all of these films <laughs> <laughs> great so, I feel like a cinebuff. Have you seen Godfather one? <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> have you seen Godfather one? Yarpan, Hanji, Nishtha. Have you seen Godfather one? Uh, so we're going to wrap up this segment. <laughs> <laughs> I know these films, okay? That is what is important. I can watch these films. I'm still alive. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, thank you so much Tarun. This was a wonderful session. Thank, thank you so you. much. Yes, thank, thank you, Ashta. Thank, yeah, thank you, thank you for this. The first segment was hosted by Nishtha and Hajj. The second segment was hosted by Nishtha and Arpan. A special shout out to Firangi Tikki, whose link is in our episode description. Our editing engineer is Mukubhai, and Sign Talkies is produced by Shivanki in association with Film Tantra. See you next Monday.